0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at bicbp radio.com. The Podcast Precinct, consistency, creativity,
1: culture. Let's Talk But No Politics, okay, proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics OK here on the BICBP radio network. I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday. And here is a message from our sponsor. Show your feminine side. Uh-huh. Flowers, flowers are nice. How about a big box
0: of chocolates?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Quit. Dumper. Go fishing. At Plank Road, we don't do everything well.
0: Quit. Dumper. Go
1: fishing. Quit. Dumper. Go fishing. Fortunately, beer is something we do do well. Ice House. Thanks. and Enjoy. All right. So, we got Valentine's Day coming right around the corner. And why not talk about something kind of romantic and the idea of couples? And I'm a big fan of TV, so it's couples from television. And to help me talk about it is Mr. Brian Finch from the two point conversation, crafting and drafting and your new podcast.
0: These guys don't know shit.
1: There you go. All right. So you're much easier than my last couple of, uh, Guests on the show because i've had jaws matt and chris chavez
0: well we we are uh starting up processing again so i will have another podcast coming up but at at the time being no we don't have anything going on
1: so well okay so you're you're getting to the point now too you're getting into that category where you say host and co-host of many other podcasts
0: he, it was never an intent, but you know how it goes, Andrew. You just yeah. you get into one, and you're like, "Oh man, I got this great idea. Someone should do a podcast." And then you're like, "Well, I should just do it. Why should <laughs> Why should I tell someone else to do a podcast when I should just do the podcast?"
1: That's why I do this one. It right. encompasses everything that I need to talk about.
0: Yeah, it's like I wanna. I I wish there was a podcast where you could just yeah you know, have some good good people on talk about you know good topics and have good casual conversation which i could you know i'll just make my own screw yeah. that
1: that's all it is yep and it's easy to do but couples from television i think this has been a staple of pretty much every television show throughout history and who is probably one of the biggest couples that come to mind when you when you think about them
0: uh well there's a two character name associated with this it's ross and rachel is what always comes to mind for me i'm sure old school people would be saying um lucy and
1: Uh, ricky
0: ricky you know that that's kind of in a way what this is but if you're a kid of the 90s where you grew up smack dab in the middle of the 90s and it's the answer should be ross and rachel
1: got a different answer (laughs) Well, I also have
0: a different favorite. That's just okay. one. If you say famous that TV that comes to couple, mind. That I would always say, Ross and Rachel.
1: Okay. Well, who would? Who's like your favorite? Like when I, when I put it out, who wants to come on about this topic? Where you're like, yes, I get to talk about them.
0: Well, that's the, that's the home improvement couple. It's that's what I looked at as a TV mom, dad, husband, wife combination i thought they were perfect i was like they, they constantly are making each other mad and doing stuff to each other but at the end of the day they're always getting back together and everything's good and no nothing goes according to plan but <laughs> at the end of the day it, they're a good family who cares about each other and yeah you uh you know the tailors that's
1: it's a good yin and yang type deal there is what oh, you're yeah. saying
0: oh absolutely and it's just you know he's it how much incredibly smarter she was than him, you know what I mean? It's just in in intellectually just so far superior to to Tim, you know. And I just dealing with all his insane nonsense. I was like that. That must be nice when you have a wife that's understanding like that. And then I ended up with my wife, and now she knows. Yeah. You know, she's Mrs. Taylor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so mine is is. I'm a huge fan of Cheers. Ah. I don't know if you knew this. Like, Cheers is, I don't know what it is. It's my comfort show, mm-hmm. it's my go to show. I know I could put on Cheers and there won't be a bad episode. But this is probably where yours is like a good balance. I think this has to be one of the most toxic couples ever on television in Sam and Diane.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've never. Witness two people that say they're in love, but yet they constantly fight. And then they talk about break it up. And then five seconds later, they're back together. And it goes on through the whole entire series until who is that? Shelly. It was Shelly Long. Shelly Long leaves because she tries to start, but then she comes back. Spoilers in like the season finale. And she's like, come with me, Sam, get on the plane and we're going to go away. And he's on the plane. And then they realize how awful. They are together and he leaves, but yet they're one of the most beloved couples there are. And I don't, and I get it, but I, I don't like, why, why is my man, one of my childhood heroes, Sam made Dave alone, always putting himself through this constantly. But that's one, that's probably my favorite and first one that comes to mind, but just absolutely devastatingly toxic all the way around.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it fed so much into the, you know, the levity of the show, you know, that if it was a them centric episode, you kind of knew what, what you were getting yourself into, you know, the, their back and forth really wasn't matched at that time, especially if you compare it to other TV shows on at the time is they had this weird push pull relationship of you know like ever-changing polar um, opposites of just they they were never could get on the same page as seemed but it was you always were there to see like maybe this is the time or whatever and yeah, it was definitely a grown-up show to me you know so i don't have memories of watching it but i know my parents were so i absorbed it it was probably like osmosis in a way
1: I don't think there was a healthy relationship on that show when I think about all the characters.
0: Well, if you live at a bar, you probably don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like there's Norman Vera. Never never saw Vera. I think there's over 10 seasons, and you never see Vera. Uh who else was there? Uh Carla and Eddie always at odds. And even when she does marry that goalie, he ends up dying. <laughs> And it's just do not no biz. You didn't know that? No. She married um a Boston Bruins goalie. Like he was he wasn't a very good goalie, and then they got married, and he actually started doing better. And then all of a sudden he went back to crap again and started doing like some ice show as a penguin because that's all he could get as a job for skating.
0: That's funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always loved it, too, when Carla talks about putting Eddie through TV repairman school, and I'm like, that's a job you don't have anymore. (laughs) There's no more of that anymore.
0: Oh, they're so cheap. Just go and grab a new one.
1: (laughs) Another one that I was thinking of, too, which was one that. As like a kid, like you talk about Cheers being more adult, like as a mm-hmm. kid, you were like, oh, man, is that what being in a relationship is going to be like kind of is Zach and Kelly or even Jesse and Slater? Sure. Like those were ones where you're like, oh, is this what dating is going to be like when I get into high school? And it didn't turn out anything like that. But yet they made it so interesting in a way. Except for when Kelly cheated on Zach. That was totally uncalled for.
0: Oh come on! He was no saint.
1: Who Zach? Yeah, yeah, true. Because he is. I do love those ones. Zach Morris is a scumbag. Where yeah. he, I'm glad they point that out to me in real life now. Where he's taking pictures of the swim team underwater with screech, and you're like, yeah, you can't do that today.
0: Um, the other one I was thinking of the '90s, the like in that kind of mold, uh, Corrine Topanga
1: yes and that was i think that was one of the first relationships that you got to see maybe maybe i would compare it into the same mold in a way as kevin and winnie cooper yeah where you get to see it from the young age go into an older age and i think that was i thought that was always kind of cool because they weren't always together and he despised topanga in the first couple of seasons
0: well, yeah, because they start you off at the age of, you know, you're, you're pre testosterone building <laughs> and everything, so you don't have those those vibes, those you know urges or whatever you want to call them. So yeah, girls are still yucky back then. Yeah, but yeah, that was it was cool to watch them grow from like puppy love, you know, being high school sweethearts, and they take it all the way up into college, and then obviously, you know, Disney has a very successful you know kind of reboot where they have a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you got to kind of see them go into the past that you could kind of see them go into, but was definitely there where Corey became the Mr. Feeney type teacher. Yeah. I think Topanga was a lawyer or something. I used to watch it with my daughter all the time because it gave me that the warm and fuzzies to see that they were still together. All right. And then Winnie Cooper and Kevin, that was always some on-again, off-again thing as well.
0: Yeah, that was very early on in my like understanding of grown-up topics, but enjoying the show. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Cheers was a grown-up show, so I didn't really pay attention. That's probably because all of it just went over my head. But having you know, the Wonder Years was a a show that was both nostalgic for the parents that were watching it, but at the same time, it's taking place in an age that you are or close to, or you're. Mm -hmm. Brother or sister, or whatever, and so, like, it all these things, even though that's from decades past, was still current. And yeah, those, those two were, you know, the first example of the good, wholesome kind of like couple. I always felt like, like a good on screen TV show, young couple, where they never really got into anything too heavy. You know, if you fast forward and some things start getting like pretty heavy. Like, even you said, <laughs> I mean, even, um, You know, um, say by the Bell has its moments of touching darker stuff.
1: I think the only crazy thing with them in the Wonder Years, uh, the only one I can remember was Kevin was going out with this girl other than Winnie and he was doing impressions of Winnie Cooper and then he broke up with the girl and he was like, oh man, she's going to tell Winnie Cooper about me making fun of her and she did and she she like ripped them apart I think that's one of my favorite episodes I can't read said something about it looks like she has a hanger still stuck in the back of her coat when she walks and it was like just all this all this messed up stuff I just remember because I thought it was kind of cool that they had a tv in their basement and they were watching Star Trek That's one of my (laughs) memories was the Star Trek. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay. So not the only person that watches this, but you were talking about like adult stuff and even one where I was still probably teenager wise, but I watched it and I watched it more in reruns, was mad about you with Paul and Jamie. Mm -hmm. Like I always thought that was like the perfect marriage growing up, even though they didn't, they didn't have a kid until later on, but just that whole relationship that they had they didn't really seem like they ever got into anything crazy any fighting or anything of that nature it just seemed like they were always just a really great couple together and they're one of my favorite couples on tv and i didn't get to see the mad about you what is it when they revived it which i wasn't too sure about it because i was like i really liked the old stuff when i was a kid yeah but i loved paul and jamie for mad about you
0: What's the actor in that? I can't place his name.
1: Paul Reiser. What, what's
0: with some of these actors and and keeping their same first name? You know, Tim Allen, Tim Taylor.
1: Well, when you make the show, you can do that. Yeah, it makes it easier. I think yeah, if I had a show, I'd Jerry be
0: Seinfeld's even worse. He literally just kept his name and his occupation and everything.
1: Well, even there, there's best up relationships in that too.
0: Well, I was gonna say there's no good example of a, a couple in on that one. That's no toxic after toxic everything yeah
1: george and his wife uh
0: his parents george's parents are horrific
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love george's parents
0: (laughs) oh yeah for comedy yeah but imagine (laughs) being anywhere near them on on this planet oh god
1: i like jerry's parents jerry's parents were bad jerry's jerry's parents weren't bad I like Jerry's parents because later on, I think they replaced his mom with the lady that played Mrs. Akmonic from Elf. So as a kid, I could, because Seinfeld came out, what, like early 90s?
0: We, uh, I think it's actually like 88 or 89. I was just talking about this, uh, about this with my wife and that how I want her to start watching Seinfeld.
1: She's never watched Seinfeld?
0: She, it wasn't her thing. Like, you know, she was watching, like, I don't know, Dawson's Creek and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that when I put that up there about the dolls. I've never watched an episode of Dawson's Creek, but oh, I know it all over it. but I knew that there was like some type of pop culture significance in there oh yeah eighty nine so I was still I was still a little kid and I just remember seeing Jerry's mom and going, that's Mrs. Omanek from Elf. I gotta watch this show <clears throat> i uh
0: eighty nine I was five years old yeah. I don't even remember when I reckon, like, realized that Seinfeld was a thing. It was probably wasn't until the late '90s when it was coming towards its end.
1: Yeah, it, I think mid for me, probably. I remember uh, staying up and watching it at like 10 o'clock. The old reruns, because they were such
0: awful people. They never stood a chance of being a couple of anyone. That they would always, Jerry, would always find something wrong with the, the girl he was seeing, so he would break it off. Man, hands. I. That's my favorite
1: face. one. That's my favorite ones. I just love that one when he excuse me, when she reaches across the table and she's like, You didn't even open up your beer. And it just turns it and he's like, That wasn't a twist off.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, Um, there's nothing in there.
0: How about Roseanne and Dan?
1: That's a good one.
0: Because they weren't great all the time with each other either. Like they, they had some fights where where Dan, like on the show, like it was the first father that I realized like, wow, he's like a real dad where he's like throwing stuff, like getting mad and chucking. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, Dan and Roseanne was definitely the most probably relatable in a way, not necessarily comparing it to my parents, but like I've seen enough of other people's parents and how they act and stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, he's like, that's like real life
1: yeah because that's the first one because you like when you mentioned tool time like he's a tv star she's a stay-at-home mom and she ends up going back to school and stuff like that but that's far and few between where you know your dad does a tv show but roseanne that was real couple struggles too with money and yeah do they start a business do they not start the business where are they gonna get the money from this you know work and dan worked all those jobs i think he was a drywaller and and everything else so that that i've that's probably like you said the first time i saw an actual real married couple where it hit home
0: yeah
1: and then another one that's kind of like that is halen lois from Malcolm in the middle oh sure that that came probably closest to my mom and my stepdad yeah when i was growing up Is because my mom was a lot like Lois, but then again, we made her that way, kind of, kind of like what Malcolm and them did to Lois. And my stepdad would just sit there and like read the paper and be like, "Listen to your mother," (laughs) listen to your mother. My mother would just be like, "What is wrong with you?" But I love Hale and Lois, just great, complimentary of each other, but yet it's so so kind of different at the same way where Hal is so relaxed and Lois is high strung and a little bit more set in reality I think than what Hal ever was.
0: yeah yeah well they they were definitely you know the the couple that was like seemed like they could bring out the best in each other and the worst in each other all at the <laughs> same time
1: I just I just love all those' just that whole dynamic between them. With everything, with the, where they're talking about they can't have another baby and doing this. And mm-hmm. I love, I love that. You know, cartoon wise, too, is some pretty good couple. I mean, you could go, like you said, we could go with stuff like Lucy and Ricky, but it's not really anything we totally grew up on. I know I watched some episodes, but nothing too great. Uh, but like, and then the, even Fred and Wilma. I mean, that's just kind of balanced, but you could go Marge and Homer, uh, you know, newer stuff, Hank and Peggy, and then Linda and Bob, I gotta say out of all the couples like that, I just mentioned for the cartoon, my wife and I are probably the closest to Linda and Bob.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we're, (laughs) we're right there. I My wife is just so hyped. She is all about the kids and I sit there and I, and I'm not going to lie. I tell my kids every single day that I love them very much. But if I had the chance, I would fire every single last one of them when it comes to just doing work or anything like that. I I have my Bob's Burgers t-shirt that says, I love you, but you're all terrible. And my wife is just like so happy with like everything that they do. Just like Linda. I tell her all the time that that's us. She says she doesn't see it, but I see it very much so. But I love Bob and Linda Belcher. And then my second one, even over Margin, Margin Homer, I gotta go with Hank and Peggy also.
0: They were very uh, what, what seemed like the, the craziness was always around them and very rarely between them. Mm-hmm. Like There was always something happening in the episode always of something crazy because there's friends that he keeps her out of their mind, but it never seemed like they were like a good couple. It seemed like they had it all together most of the time. And it wasn't too much angst where you had on the same night, the Simpsons. And it was always, always almost every episode Homer's doing something that's pissing Marge off, you know, <laughs> or, or, you know, it, it, in, in Bob's burgers too, you know, it, Bob and Linda have their moments too, where, you know, while Bob's not the most, um, instigating kind of individual he definitely does stuff that pisses her off
1: yeah uh that's that's such an iceberg too with homer and marge like here's this nitwit and then here's marge and then you do you think marge ever wanted to leave homer like i know this could be like a whole different (laughs) like episode topic but like you just saw like the tip of the iceberg there, and then all of a sudden you just see Marge probably thinking secretly in her head, like, "What the hell did I do?"
0: Well, I can barely remember, like even the episodes where they could flashback. Like she fell for him like real hard, but like he had nothing going for him back then. No. He was still dumb, you know. He was dumb and young, which is even worse. So like she <laughs> fell in love with him when at his absolute uh worse version of himself and then uh she she makes him better that's what the their relationship's all about is that without marge homer would fall apart he needs her every step of the way you know that's the kind of relationship they have which is yeah. i love i like those ones too it's not always the it's it's more enjoyable i maybe in a comedy sometimes where it seems like the guy, the people are on the same page you know like you were saying with um paul and what's her what was her name jamie yeah they're they're more on the same page but yet they're just funny you know quick-witted people so you know it's a catchy upbeat show um and then it's not the, the comedy's not dri- derivative of you know what the angst created mm. between the ying and the yang it's you know more just you know their observations or whatever like that so I, I uh, definitely lots of ways to build a, a a character couple in a tv show and you've had plenty to choose from
1: it was it was definitely interesting i think that's one of the last ones where you you see like the stay-at-home parent or something of that nature too as well because if you notice a lot of modern tv couple families both parents work as today both parents majorly work
0: yeah yeah, I've been using a list off of a website to kind of just refresh as I'm going around. Yeah. I have my favorites, obviously, but the one that they mentioned is one that my wife um, watched, which was, what was the name of the show Parenthood and it's the Braverman's it's the oldest son's name. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Christina and Adam, there we go. And there she was a stay at home mom while he was a like had a big time supervisor at a shoe factory. Like, you know, made enough money that she stayed home. But she always she had a like a political science degree. So at some point in the show they created it where she went back and actually pursued politics and was a part of like campaigns and stuff like that. So they dealt with it in a roundabout way which is they, they took a little bit of maybe each pot. Like, yeah, it's we showed the stay at home narrative and that was good but then at the same time we can use the narrative of like oh look at all the extra work there is and all the extra tension and best hours to be with the family and no lie I watched pretty much every episode of Parenthood with my wife it's one of the few girliest shows that like I kind of got down with Um, and that's mostly due to do with what's his name Shepard um, Dak Shepard. Oh, okay.
1: He
0: he's the his um Adam's brother in that so he's the middle child um in the family. Maybe maybe he's the younger I think he's the middle child, but yeah, they, lots of comedy. That the uh, coach was the uh, was the dad. He was like the grandpa in it.
1: Have I, I reached that coach. age where yeah. Craig T. Nelson is uh? Oh yeah, dude. playing yeah. a grandpa.
0: Oh yeah. He's a he's a good grandpa too, a lot of fun. He's always working on his cars and stuff like that. And they're a great couple too. Him and his wife, like they even have a little thing on the show where they kind of fall apart too. Where he, I don't think he actually cheated on her, but like he had another relationship with like another woman. And this is obviously well into his sixties, seventies, and that all falls apart. Yeah, Parenthood. I didn't I didn't think I'd bring him up and. This podcast. <laughs>
1: here I am. No, I, my wife would be so proud. I, I mean, if you want to get into like crazy drama couples too, is another weird one is Tony and Carmela from The Sopranos.
0: Okay. Well, hold on. Okay. You, I'm only in to season four. Okay. So you- we, we can't get too into the weeds with it because then you'll start spoiling stuff. See, so we realized my wife and I. See, this is all a couple related too. Yeah, uh, my, my wife and I realized like, man, there's a lot of great shows that we mm-hmm. never even came close to touching. And The Sopranos is one because I didn't have HBO as a kid. I had cable, but I didn't have HBO. We would get the free weekends and we would yeah you know, record as many movies as we possibly could you know, things like that, but we never had the full-time thing. So I, I never saw Sopranos. I never saw The Wire. So we started with The Wire, watched it, binge-watched the crap out of that, loved it so much, so good. And then Sopranos, we got into and we're loving it now too. And you're right, dude. That couple, um, it's, 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 it's but like the thing about Derek, that couple is that it's like it into a forced narrative of the idea of like the mafioso wife and the like the husband and how that always works and you, he's always got a side chick like that's like a mob thing they, they say stuff like you can there's certain things you can't do with your wife
1: that that's also one of those things too where they always put up that that facade that mask like it's this perfect perfect relationship but it's not really because of all the stuff that he's doing. And like you said, to be, to be married to someone, but yet you have to accept the fact that they can cheat on you and have a girlfriend on the side is one of those things where you gotta be pretty dedicated to what's going on. So you're on season. So you got two more seasons left. Okay. Is Is there only six seasons? There's only six. Okay. They kind of do that split in the in the sixth season but it's like six seasons okay if you've been watching it you don't you notice it's just all one season
0: yeah well they did they get hit with the writer's strike because it happened to scrubs too
1: yes they did also
0: okay so yeah they, there was the that writer's strike that one year and it goofed up a whole bunch of sitcoms <laughs> and whatnot yeah um yeah that's a that's a, a relationship you know with those sopranos there um that is just built so much on blind trust that she had to just keep trusting Tony with everything, literally her life, her her well being, everything. Be like because you, she's not denying what he does and not stopping what he does, and yet always demanding the most of them. Like, hey, you know, why aren't you looking out for my future? And, well, you can't be bringing these people around or whatever
1: just that what do they say on screen crutch duality with tony he's got two families and if you think about it he's got i mean it's not a love thing but it's still a relationship with another person out you know in his one family air quotes family and then his real you know his immediate family and it's very very catchy i i I don't know if you could live in a situation where you, your significant other goes out and they're just out there and you have an idea of what they're doing, but you're not 100% sure of it. One of the crazy ones. Are you, are you a fan of Parks and Rec?
0: You know what? We had started it and it just it, it, it didn't catch on for us.
1: Come on. Yeah. Oh, Cause there's a great couple in there in and Andy and April. They get together, and they're absolutely amazing together. Talk about two people just playing off of each other and just letting each other be. Just be what they are. That is absolutely amazing between those two. I can't believe no Parks and Rec.
0: No. And I was late to the game for uh, this couple, too. Jim and Pam for The Office. I was late to that, too. I never watched The Office when it was on TV. I, I only watched it when it was on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I... Jim and Pam is is an interesting one where they're going through trying to get together, and then they have the struggles later on. I think it's probably a little bit more realistic when it came to it because, like I said at the beginning, she's engaged, but yet Jim is in love with her. They finally break up. They get together. They have the family. They have the kids. And then they realize there's a lot of struggles in there, but they stay together. I love how they're always on an inside joke with each other.
0: Well, and they, you know, that, that was an NBC show, and so, no, NBC?
1: Yeah, it was NBC.
0: Well, and so was Friends, right? So, like, they already had that script. Like, they already knew, like, the on-again, off-again relationship, people love it. So they knew they could hit on it just based on their the push and pull of one person always... He's wanting him and the other person being attached to somebody else. So then they knew that was gonna work.
1: Yeah, I never even thought they put them in that same mold as Ross and Rachel. I think at one point Ross and Rachel just got a little bit too annoying. Like another one I used to watch all the time was the nanny oh, between yeah. Mr. Sheffield and and Fran. And it was just it would just be so funny because after a while, like my aunt would watch it with us and she'd be like, I swear, this is last season. If they don't get together. I am never watching this again and then they ended up do getting together but I think by that point she was done with it and I think the only reason why they put them together is because people they knew that they had to keep it going. And the best way to keep it going was just to satisfy what all the audience wanted to see and that's Fran and Mr. Sheffield together.
0: Right. No, absolutely. There's no point in doing a show if you have no audience, so you, you should probably <laughs> listen to them every now and then. Uh, I am just now looking at a picture of Andy and April. and Oh, so great. I know who you are talking
1: about. Yes.
0: uh, I don't know April's real name. Do you know the actress that played April's real name?
1: No. She is,
0: she is on, whenever I see her, she, um, is normally on a Conan clip. Or something like that. And she is one of the most hilarious interviews I've ever seen. She makes them so awkward. It's hilarious.
1: Aubrey Plaza. That's it. Her and right, Chris just
0: type into YouTube Aubrey Plaza interview. And if it's a Conan one, watch it and enjoy it. Because she's she's a riot. Her
1: and Chris Pratt are just awesome together. Yeah. Just absolutely amazing.
0: We did watch enough episodes that I, I am aware of of them.
1: Yeah, but I was definitely late to the whole office thing. Did you watch Shits Creek?
0: I have not watched Shits oh, Creek. Oh, my goodness. We, well, no, we started it. We did start that one. I didn't like that one. Okay.
1: Uh, you didn't like it? Oh. Uh, oh, my goodness.
0: I had no reason to root for them. I, I don't want them to have to be happy in their shithole.
1: It ends wonderfully. I'm going to tell you that much. It ends in a good way. I don't know how far you got, but the son David, he ends up finding a boyfriend and everything else. What was his boyfriend's name?
0: I was gonna say I just I think I just saw him on this list. He's in
1: the Yeah. But they were like so great because David's just so uh David and Patrick. That's that's what his name was. Because he's so low-key and he is like he's out there if you've ever seen it. But yet, it it just seems to work in some way. Spoilers, if you haven't seen. It. You mind if I spoil kind I'm of fine. the end? Okay. So at the end, the family kind of does get that whole uh, the motel thing going okay. with what was their name, Stevie, and David and Patrick just end up buying a small little house in Shit's Creek, even though everybody's off going to do bigger and better things. Like he stays in this little town that he just wanted to get out of, and he did it because of Patrick, and it was just so. It was. I don't know. I thought it was cool in that way. Yeah. That they just stayed together.
0: I know my uh, friend Larissa uh, loves that character and.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. David's the best. David's. He's probably up there with one of my favorite just TV characters.
0: Uh, how about? Doug and Carrie from Kings, a uh, King of Queens.
1: Yes, that is. That's another one that's close to my wife and I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I yeah. love they are kind of in a lot of ways, like the the Simpsons, like the human version of like the Simpsons.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Doug's, a,
0: Doug's smarter than Homer, but <laughs> so he does some pretty dumb stuff.
1: I love the one where he gets the stripper pole put in. Okay. Or something like that. There's or it's something with stripping, and he starts going around the pole, and he's like much better than at it, at it than her. And I forget it just started off like absolutely crazy, but I could see that where he's just well, that, like you said, it's one of those things where I always feel like Carrie wants more, mm-hmm. and Doug is like, I'm just good where I'm at you know delivering packages and having this life and carrie's like oh i want more and he's like "Nah, i think i'm just good here because you notice she like had a bunch of different jobs but he just kept on having the same one throughout the whole entire series
0: well it's so much of his character is built off of just you know he was a a football playing jock in high school and those are kind of like his glory days so i think that's why he was always okay with having, you know, menial jobs, meaning jobs, jobs that he, if he would have worked harder, he could have got a better job, you know, but he didn't care. He, you know, basically was just a UPS driver. Um, but, and she was the opposite where she, out of high school, she's trying to be the better version of herself all the time. And yeah, that's, that's their push and pull. Um, but I mean, side, side topic off of couples are quick. Let's just talk about how fantastic of a recurring guests that they, they had you know you um obviously you had r.i.p um mr um oh jerry stiller St- stiller you know he was amazing as a but panton oswald um doug i think his name was doug there's another comedian that was there on there all the time but then the one, the best of all, they had Hulk on the show.
1: I was going to say, you can't forget Lou Ferrigno as the, no, neighbor, as the nosy has, neighbor.
0: Right, right, as the nosy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love show. that. I think right there made the show the best that they had Lou Ferrigno as just this normal guy. Like another, not to get totally off topic, but I watch Arrested Development. And there's Carl Weathers on there playing an acting coach. And he's playing right. Carl's Weathers, but he's not Carl Weathers. He's this other type of, of Carl Weathers. And I like it when actors do that. They have their name, they're playing that person, but it's like a different version of them.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I pretty much hit everybody that I think I really just enjoyed.
0: The only unique couple that I did get real caught up in because I got real caught up in the show is Glenn and Maggie from Walking Dead. That that was one of the few times where, and it, I think they capitalized on something unique of just the overall inevitability that life was if you were a character on this show, just people die all the time. So the idea that these these two were trying to, you know, they fell in love and tried to stay together together make a life for themselves was like such a ridiculously compelling couple story
1: yeah because that's another thing too is if they weren't i mean there you could say this for a lot of stuff but it that situation's so extreme if it wasn't for that situation they definitely would have never met like yeah. i know a lot of normally all this stuff is like oh coincidence a piece of paper blew on the ground and i picked it up and there he was no no none of that's probably one of the most interesting ones where a there was a zombie apocalypse this guy that i live with shot this little boy and so we had to take care of him and we brought in all these other survivors into our property yeah and it was just that's a very interesting love story and how did you meet i just want to go over this uh do the top 10 of what the best i don't know if you're on the same one best life
0: i will that was the one i was
1: looking at yeah Yeah, uh 50 it's top the top 50 most beloved couples of all time but i want to do the top 10 Mm -hmm. so we've mentioned them lucy and ricky i think this is the og of all the tv couples there ever was. At number one.
0: Yeah, I mean it's that Lucio Ball just just was America's sweetheart. So yeah, it was it was must see television.
1: Yes, right. I think that's kind of like the first rerun sitcom that I remember watching. Also.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> well, because you would have Nickelodeon on, and then you know it'd roll over to Nick and Knight.
1: It's sad that Nick and Knight is playing shows that I watched as a kid now, and it used you know, to be shows
0: middle is on Nick at
1: night and then oh, number two here's a show I never watched I don't know if you did coach Taylor and Tammy from Friday Night Lights
0: I am aware of this couple because my mother in law was a big fan of this show and she would talk about this couple
1: I've never watched anything with Friday Night Lights
0: no, I never watched oh.
1: no. number three Kevin and Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years
0: Look how cute they look in that picture.
1: I know, that's like I love Prince that Jacket he's got. Yes, and I love it too when he talks about Joe Namath. I love the fact that that's like Princess Bride, Fred Savage, right there. Yeah, right. Princess Bride, the Wizard, all in that year.
0: And then uh, what about the um, my mom, um, the monsters under the Be- what was that movie called? Oh, uh,
1: Little, monsters. Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Great movie. that's that's
0: where his brother makes his acting debut
1: when my kids got old enough that's we would watch because that even like looking back on that stuff it's like this was marketed to kids because this is some crazy stuff yeah
0: dude i would rest up time to watch stuff
1: yeah I tell my kids pretty much they just didn't care. Yeah,
0: <laughs> didn't didn't you on the crafting and drafting episode when we did the cartoons? And I think you, I think you mentioned it then. And we definitely talked about this at some point. The Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Oh episode, my goodness! When they do, do they literally go to hell? Yeah. You know
1: our is? our <laughs> version of it. Yeah. You know which one freaks me out to this day? It kind of like <laughs> brings me back to being a kid and freaks me out. Is the Boogeyman one? I don't.
0: I think, that's, I think that's the one you talked about.
1: Yeah, that's the one that, like, <laughs> like I we were I was watching it with my kids, and I was like, "The Boogeyman one." I was like, it, "It's gonna freak you out." They're like, "How can a cartoon be scary?" This ain't no SpongeBob, okay, kids. Like, right. this is '80s. This is like, here you go. If you if you get scared, go somewhere else. <clears throat> Number four, we got Edith and Archie from All in the Family. Great one. God.
0: Not one that I watched at all, but it's definitely one that I'm aware of the, their dynamic and how irritable he was and just pissy he was all the time. And she always tried to like it was like rubber and glue, like or not rubber and glue, but whatever. She was always trying to bounce it off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being so pissy all the time, and she's just trying her best just to. Keep a smile on her face and just get
1: through the day. <laughs> I love All in the Family. But yeah, you're right. She's just doing like making sure everything's all good for him. And he's just constantly in a pissy bad mood. Number five, we got George and Louise from the Jeffersons. It, it's kind of the same dynamic as All in the Family. It's definitely that. And then number six is from Friends, but it's not Ross and Chandler. Well, I, I'm well, sorry, Monica, or rachel and ross it's monica and chandler sorry it is monica and chandler at six which is one of those ones that were kind of a surprise big surprise because everything was so focused on ross and rachel that when Mm -hmm. monica and chandler did the thing that they did it was like whoa
0: the episode that the the three of them finally all learned the secret Mm -hmm. is just so phenomenal (laughs) They just all keep losing their minds. I think the reason that this ends up on the list maybe before the other one is because the back and forth almost negated Ross and Rachel as a couple. Maybe some people's eyes because they weren't a couple. It was they spent more time not being a couple and kind of just being this back and forth BS thing. Where once Monica and Chandler got together, that was it. Yeah, like because even they fooled themselves into thinking that it was some kind of one time fling because it happens. Okay, guys, straight up, I'm a huge friends nerd. My wife is a, oh. date, a friends nerd. I'm a huge friends nerd. I know wow. I know everything. <laughs> okay. And this is a show I watched um, in the 90s and into the 2000s. But... So this all takes place when they go over for Ross's wedding in London, I believe. That's the first time they hook up.
1: Yeah, as far as I know.
0: And then they tried to make it just a hookup thing that they didn't even realize that they like literally cared about, like loved each other. And then before they knew it, they were trying to keep the whole little relationship a secret. And then only Joey knew. And then eventually Ross or uh, Rachel and Phoebe find out the last one. to find out is Ross. Love Friends. Guys, Friends is a phenomenal
1: show. I think it's one of those ones that I would, I don't fight. Like I watched growing up, but I don't, seek it out anymore
0: well i mean it's if, if you watched it a bunch it's definitely one of those shows that you can probably play the shows over in your head just as easily
1: that's how i am with cheers i think i've watched cheers two or three times completely all the way through
0: yeah it's how i am for the, the first 10 seasons of the simpsons because i own the first 10 i think i'm either like the first 10 and 11 or 12 i don't remember the last season i got but i before stream gaming everybody uh yeah i had to collect simpsons dvds so i could watch my favorite episodes because if you tried waiting for syndicated tv to play your favorite episodes you would wait forever like i would never have seen the Burns' mansion episode from season 10 episode i don't know like five or something like that burns's mansion phenomenal one um Segway. yeah
1: number seven homer and marge kind of yeah. went over them
0: that was unintentional, by the way, That segment
1: yeah. <laughs> And number eight, David and Maddie for Moonlighting. This was my introduction to Bruce Willis.
0: I didn't know until this list. I didn't know.
1: You didn't know he was on a sitcom?
0: I went years without knowing that George Clooney was on a sitcom.
1: Oh, he was on Roseanne.
0: I, I, I didn't even know he, he, he was, was like a main star of ER.
1: He was Booger on Roseanne. He was her boss. Like the first two seasons,
0: so Bruce Willis was like on a bunch of sitcoms.
1: No, I'm talking about George Clooney. No, Bruce oh, Willis. Like, oh, no, okay. Bruce Willis just did pretty much moonlighting, and I think he did a couple of beer commercials.
0: He is in Friends. Yeah,
1: beer. Friends does that good. John Favreau is great in Friends. Oh yeah, and Tom Selleck.
0: We just watched his uh, chef show on Netflix last
1: night. I love Tom Selleck.
0: Oh, Tom, Tom Selleck, that so,
1: mustache. Uh, Callie in Arizona of Grey's Anatomy. My wife would probably know more about this. I don't no know. Idea. Nope. And here's another show I never watched too. Number 10 is Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother.
0: Uh, my wife would be upset if I didn't mention them and I didn't, but I'm glad they made this list. They're a great couple. The, if you, if you ever get into How I Met Your Mother, it's funny. It, it is. It's legitimately hilarious. Um, and they're, a college uh, relationship that grows. You get to see them in flashbacks from when they like first start dating in college, and then you, you get to grow with them the whole time during the show. And it's they're perfect for each other. I've never watched one
1: episode of it.
0: Do it. You'll like it. If you can get down with a friend, you can get down with a how I met your mother.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could go back to friends. I'm a cheers guy. I go cheers. I go cheers. I love cheers.
0: Uh, did you ever watch uh, Scrubs?
1: yes okay yes so jd and end. elliot jd and
0: elliot
1: Rose. where's uh turk and carla yes that's another good one I love
0: how, about, how about turk and jd because
1: <laughs> there's another good one too that's kind of a Roseanne couple and then i we got gonna end it at some point but yeah. uh mike and frankie from the middle oh, i yeah, think yeah. that's another that's probably if you think about if i really really want to think about it that's the best representation of my wife and I where I'm Mike and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I want to sit here and I want to relax. And my wife's like, okay, well we're going to go and we're going to do this. And, and then like going to like one of my daughter's softball tournaments, she's like, you're going to meet these people. And then there's these people and we're just going to be, we're just going to be so great. It's going to be awesome. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to people. I just, why are you talking to me type mode? I, I like my little area and that's how I'm going to keep it. All my friends are 3000 miles away from me. It's, it saddens me. It's, it's very sad sometimes that I can't see my friends other than through zooms and doing podcasts like this. But in a way I'm like, I know these people, I feel good with these people. I don't know about these people. So, <laughs> so that's probably the greatest representation of us. And who would you say you and your wife are?
0: Oh man! Well, it would have to always be that she is the more neat, tidy end of the couple, and then I would always be the one that's messy and more loose with the rules and stuff like that. I don't know who's that best describe. I don't even know.
1: Maybe you guys are home improvement.
0: We might be. She would Maybe be. you're like, "Hey, girl." Yeah, she would- she would probably love being jill's fantastic i mean who wouldn't want to be you know jill's great um but the that that she can give it back you know what i
1: mean well there you go yeah i would have to say probably home improvement like you said and he's just off the wall doing things like hey i'm gonna go start a podcast and she's like okay well you know probably brings you back into levity there
0: yeah probably
1: so i'll i'll take it but she is supportive she is supportive, so there oh, you go. Huge.
0: Yeah. Oh, what are we kidding? She loves that I'm down here right now and she's getting to watch her shows by, by herself. <laughs>
1: well, thank you for coming on and having this great discussion. And this is your chance. Plug your podcast.
0: Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me back on. Um, yeah, I I'd been thinking like, man, I haven't, I haven't asked to be on Andrews episodes in a while. So Glad we are able to do this. Uh, happy uh, Valentine's Day to all you out there. And uh, while you're out there driving around to your restaurants or whatnot for your dates, uh, why don't you pop on and listen to one of uh, these B I C B T radiocom uh, the network shows. And uh, if you want to, go ahead and click on crafting and drafting. I'm on there with the one and only Matt Johnson, our good friend, as well as our good buddy Ryan Hope Bailey um and even andrew lens pops on there i think you've been on three times
1: three yeah times?
0: three times yeah we, we gotta step it up you you can definitely uh, beat up man we'll get you on a couple more times <laughs> oh that's not true he's a host now Crap.
1: yeah he's a host
0: oh man um and then uh my new show yeah um catch me t- t- talking to people about things that we know nothing about in a little show that's called these guys don't know shit and uh Andrew and I will be uh, will have an episode up for you uh, where he is – I uh, will just go ahead and say it because you can find it on the website. Anyways, uh, we're going to be talking with our good friends Jack Jack Tulepka about being a pro wrestler and what that life is all about, the whole learning the moves and stuff like that. And uh, the other one that you can definitely check out, I know for sure now, is um, a cooking episode with the one and only Matt Johnson. And, guys, it's, I've ha- I'm having a blast – and here's your chance to uh, hit me up uh, at my email finchb1984 at gmail.com and be a guest because I'm literally asking strangers to come on my show and uh, w- learn something. I want to learn something with you. That's what it's all about. Not, we, most of us don't know enough shit about anything in this world. So let, let's learn a little something.
1: That's great. I I'm looking forward because Jack is always, always a good time.
0: Uh, I, several weeks back, I listened to the, uh, I love your movie breakdowns, you know, your oh, once, once a month movie breakdowns and the Christmas story one was fantastic. Oh, he
1: was so miserable. I think my favorite one, if you want to listen to it, a little bit of a spoiler, we tried to review hook, but Jack for the first 15 minutes of it, didn't realize that it was a Peter Pan movie and he thought it was something different like it was a movie about business. Cause they talk about this $5 billion deal. Okay. So it's like every time Marley and I start to try and like talk and go farther into it, it breaks off into how did you not know this wasn't a Peter Pan movie? We're like, so Peter Pan, you know, he does. And then you're like, Jack, how did you not know this was a Peter Pan movie in the beginning? It's like, I don't know. I thought it was called like hook. Like he was, on, he was on the hook because he didn't make this deal. So he was going to get fired it hands down my favorite movie review hands down <laughs> so that's probably the, the best one that we did but once again thank you for coming on and make sure you check out like brian said all of the shows on the bic bp radio network and you're probably also on apple podcast spotify
0: um, oh we're we're everywhere yeah we yeah you got if you got a streaming app for podcasts uh we're on there
1: so there you go and remember to catch new episodes of Let's Talk But No Politics every Sunday. Save Take BIC, BP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Go over to the Facebook page for great content as well. And also to the YouTube uh, Let's Talk But No Politics Okay, YouTube channel for Let's Plays. And I do some tiering and I got some packs of old baseball cards and stuff that I plan on opening up as well. So please check that out. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.